Hello, welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I believe this is 165. If I'm wrong, shoot me, but I don't think I am. Um, I am your host, Neil Bolt, and I am joined, as ever, by Ben Chilliber Hall. How are you doing, ben? I've yeah. too bad. Uh, sorry, that's the most vanilla intro I've given you in, in weeks, I know. but uh, It's so vanilla uh, that you've actually used my real name. Yeah, it's like, uh, can't be bothered. <laughs> Chili. So. Let's call him by the longer one. Yeah, let's have the long, the long haul version. <laughs> that way we'll extend the intro of our extending the intro. <laughs> and uh, I, I assume you are back on solid ground now, having been... So excited you were levitating because of all this Final Fantasy fourteen oh, stuff yeah. this week. It was amazing. This was ah oh. so oh. much. But you the have a whole went podcast Super Saiyan. Yeah, that's it. But you got a whole podcast you talk about that one. Yeah, uh, so I won't talk about too much. On, so yeah. but I will mention the whole one little bit. Uh it was the producer director's birthday, Yoshi P. And so they decided to get him a Moogle cake for his birthday. Nice. Obviously, it did not taste very well because he looked like he was going to throw up when he tried to eat it. And Again, they brought they had brought out some new wine. Uh, there's three, several different bottles. One's like a Shiva bottle, one's an Ifrit bottle, and then there's one which is a thirty-year-old wine, which is really expensive. Supposedly, it's close to a thousand dollars to buy it. <laughs> and they told him there's little labels on it drink if you want to drink it drink this one or this one on the two cheaper ones and <laughs> on the expensive one it said do not drink this and then they told him while well, he picked up the bowl do not drink this and he just turned around and said it's my birthday I'll drink if I want to <laughs> and then he spent about five minutes trying to open the bottle but the cork was cracked so it wouldn't, it wouldn't come out Blimey. Yeah, so, yeah. He decided he wanted that $1,000 wine. <laughs> <laughs> that bad? Yeah. You wanted it that bad? <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, if you if you want to hear more about that, Ben, of course, has his other shows dedicated to that subject, which I'm sure he will bring up at some point. Yeah, probably will do. Yeah, he will. <laughs> also joining me this week is... Oh, he's long running. Apparently, he missed one week in recent memory, of course. Uh, but it is Alfonso Boxel. How are you doing, Alfonso? How you doing, guys? I'm well. Just waiting patiently for Friday for Marvel's Guardian Galaxy Volume Two. <laughs> yeah, starting to see the rumblings now from the early showings. So it's like, yeah, that's good. It's wonderful. I'll, I'll probably see that in about four months. So. <laughs> <laughs> By which point I'm sure that the only interesting parts will be spoiled. But, uh, yeah, such is the way it is. Cool. Well, it's, it's good to have you back again, as ever. And awesome. this week, there's no Mike. There's no Gary. But we have brought back a, a face from the past. He's not been here since June, I believe, of last year, nearly. And it is Aaron Varshney. How are you doing, Aaron? Hello. Doing fine, thanks. Glad to be back, actually. Yes, it's been a long, long, long time. It's like, this is like a, a character coming back after being supposedly dead for two seasons. It's uh, unprecedented. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, I was starting to get a little bit flaky and everything. I had to res- uh, resurrect myself a little bit. So I didn't come back as a zombie, don't worry. I'm no, still alive. He's rebooted. Yeah. <laughs> 
Excellent. Well, we are here to talk video games, though occasionally, as we have mentioned, we don't always talk about video games. But uh, there's a whole other podcast for that later as well. Uh, as you know, yes, yes, we'll get there, uh, which you may have heard before or after this one, <laughs> depending on how. But we were recording it after this one, which is uh, our wrestling predictions podcast. It's uh, with a twist where our, our good friend Ben, who knows nothing about wrestling, predicts the results of wrestling pay-per-views against me who does know stuff about it so yes look out for that on the feed as well what's the score anyway. right now mister oh don't you just want to yeah. tell you all how close it is yes currently after I think three pay-per-views four pay-per-views it's uh, 17, 17 points to 16 and a half in my favour as Ben won the last uh, yes I did final. I won the Final Fantasy wrestling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're two for two in overall, you know, pay-per-view predicting. But, uh, yes, strange that. Tonight's uh, going to be interesting if we see if we shift the balance one way or the other. Anyway, games, as I said. See, there you go, straight off. They're talking about something that isn't games because that's what we do. Um, I suppose there's some news and things to talk about as ever. Um, we've talked about Call of Duty the last two weeks, I know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, we don't this indie like game we keep bringing up. I know. We just have to champion it because... <laughs> you know. I mean, nobody else will. I mean, who's ever heard of Call of Duty before? I know <laughs> I haven't. But, you know, every week we've got a little more information. It's almost like, cunningly, stuff gets leaked out early by accident and uh, as a means to uh, ramp up hype for an eventual reveal. Like Sean will do something like that. I mean, like... Like the, the indie teams would ever do something like that? No, never. Never. They, they just don't have the budget for it. It must no, have been just, an accident. Yeah, an accident. They must have just left. They, they must have left their laptop on a train yeah, or a US, something. A USB drive was just yeah. left in a McDonald's somewhere and it went wrong. Yeah, they, they were. They were. They decided to make the Happy Meal themselves and put the USB drive in as the toy by accident. <laughs> <laughs> And then gave um, it to a website owner. Yes, as you do. <laughs> well, he ordered That's a Happy all... Meal. <laughs> Depends what makes you happy, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, we learned some stuff about it, at least. Um, the thing we obviously knew was that it was in World War Two, but uh, We also found out uh, we had guns. Uh, we heard the phrase boots to the ground about six billion times, in, and I'm sh- sure that will not get old. Um probably mentioning the fact that, of course, Call of Duty has quite notoriously in recent times kept boots firmly in on jetpack air. So, yeah, I can see why they're going with that mantra of, yeah, basically we're going back to what we did in the first place, you know, the stuff before we actually became famous. So um, there'll be no health regeneration and no auto-ammo refill, which um interesting take. Um, also squad-based gameplay apparently is a thing they're pushing for and there'll be a hub area much like destiny which i'm sure will be completely tasteful and in keeping with the horrors of world war Two. um yeah so it's coming out i believe november yes november 3rd which uh, was, is no significant date in terms of world war Two dates apart from i think japan sent out like lantern things with bombs on them or something I think it was hydrogen bombs not hydrogen bombs, god that would have been deadly um, 
small, small explosives. But didn't yes. that actually head over to America and kind of like explode, if I remember? Yes, like a few did. I think. Uh, uh, like yeah, said, and it killed was... a couple of people accidentally. Yeah, that's it. It's like it was a, a failure. So maybe that isn't really what you want to be a uh, putting remember. your release date on. <laughs> it's like this thing that you've launched and it has failed on a massive level and accidentally been successful somewhere. Yes, yeah, if they'd sent hydrogen bombs, it might have been a little bit more successful in the way. I, I don't think you'd really trust that to balloons, really. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably enter into space anyway. I mean, I'm sure that's how North Korea operate these days, uh, in terms of getting oh. themselves. <laughs> so, they still run on coal. <laughs> so, it's got hot air balloons, slingshots, catapults, just trying to launch them over the water. Uh, uh, so that's why the missile blew up after a few seconds. Oh, that's it. It's the, the elastic snapped. So. <laughs> they need to call in their, their, their engineer, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> I think he'd actually be able to launch a missile properly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's get on with this then. Um, opinions, Aaron, as you're a long time out, let's get you into the flow of things. What, what are your Call of Duty feelings and the setting and such? Okay, well, just to quickly get out of the way, ever since Call of Duty 4, yes, 4, the really old one. I haven't really been much of a Call of Duty fan, but the first two Call of Duties, which were based on World War Two, is why I like the games in the first place. And because of moving back to that setting, it looks absolutely phenomenal what they're actually trying to do. And uh, the main reason why I like those two games the most is because you were basically one member of a platoon, basically, and it didn't feel like you were like a super soldier. But they're yeah. trying setting up new now, aren't they, where you have to rely on your squad to keep you alive, if I remember. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no regenerating health, no ammo, auto-ammo refill, anything like that. So everything's made harder, if you will. Yeah. A bit more close to what they originally did. And, and yeah, that, it does seem like it's geared up for squad. Hey, they're, they're trying to do what Battlefield do, basically, in terms yeah. of... Uh, how they build it, which you know could be the kick in the ass it needs. You know, if it do what the competition does you know, in this case, and uh, maybe not on quite the grand scale, but more on a, a squad level and concentrating on soldiers, it's enough of a diversion from that that it could work. Yeah, so it's actually kind of a nice way they're doing it. So that's yeah, you've got a medic in there to actually heal you and everything. So. Before you used to be like the good old fashioned pick up health packs or like you said, regenerating health. <laughs> Hide around a corner while the strawberry jam falls off your face. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> it's like am I getting hit? Oh hang on, I know the direction I'm getting hit by these kind of red arrows pointing towards them. So yeah, um I'm glad they're getting rid of that. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on that quite closely, so I'm very, very looking forward to it. Excellent. Alfonso, what about you? Um, is I'm happy that once again they're going back to World War Two and they say no regenerating health and no automatic ammunition is good because it does make it harder for you to progress through the story as well as you know, in terms of you know the 
all the Call of Duty is like Infinite War and Advanced War. You have all the stealth suits and all that. To me, that's kind of like a cheat. It's not a challenging. It's not challenging because you know you have these advanced upgrades to help you through the story. So, what they're doing for World War Two is exciting, but I'm not totally on board yet because you know it's only April and it's come out November. So, I, during the months as they show reveal little by little. Then I'll see. But until now, um, 40% sure I will get it. 40% sure? That's fairly high on my personal. Yeah, so. because because of, you know, it's going back to World War II and then what they mentioned so far, it is intriguing. But, you know, Call of Duty, when it comes to release date, they always do something to mess it up. So, that's, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I said that last week, uh, tone, the tone may be the problem with them. They've especially with the sound of having a headquarters sort of Destiny-style lobby, it would suggest that they're going to do the same sort of thing with having customizable soldiers, and it's like, hey, please don't do garish pink helmets and things like that, because it would just, yeah. I, I, I honestly think they won't go that far. But I just, yeah, the lobby seems like an odd idea where you'd have people doing dancing and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the horrors of war, let's disco dance. It's like... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I know they're trying this whole, oh, look, we're trying to show the, the real meaning of war and how it affects people. And it's like, no, you're not. You're making a, a, a solid shooty game set in World War Two. Don't pretend like it's going to be this emphatic, emphatic you know, thing that will touch people's hearts. Because yeah, it, that's not what COD does. And there's no one at you know, Sledgehammer that made that original sort of World War Two sort of style stuff. So, you know, I, again, it's that old chestnut of, yeah, it's good they're going back, but they're going back with none of the people that made it. So exactly. that's it. Um, ben, that leaves you. Uh, it does look good, but there's already enough games I care about in November with mainly... With, um, with uh, you know, Battlefront. Battlefront, yes. God, they're going head to head, pretty much, aren't they? Yeah. So it's. Uh... And if I had the choice between Call of Duty or Battlefront, I'm going to go with Battlefront, especially as it has single player. Hmm. Well, no, yeah. Call of Duty has it, but you know, compared to the last one, which did. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 it looks good, but no, nah, I'm not hyped at all. And so I mean, again, I the only way I'd end up playing it i think is if i'm reviewing it because but that again that comes down more to activision than the game you know at this point so so yeah here we go it's not the end of the world we'll see we'll see what they do with it and if it actually does change anything in time um it wasn't the only release date news this week of course we had other stuff which has it's been that time where we start getting the early release date stuff before e3 so they can show off stuff at e3 um Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which had gone quiet for a little bit, has uh, suddenly jumped out of nowhere and said, hey, we're coming for you, September 19th, and revealed new characters in uh, Ultron. I'll say this is Ultron, but um, whoever put it on PSU has mistake, has just put Eltron. So that's, uh, that's a good start. John Lee. Must be the Spanish version of Ultron. <laughs> Eltron. Ultron. <laughs> 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 it's Ultron See, mixed with Spanish Tron. It's like that bit in Toy Story, um, 
three where they set back the buzz to his Spanish settings. Tony Stark. Yes, Ultron, Chun Li, Chris Redfield, Strider, Hulk, Hulk Four, Hawkeye, and Rocket Raccoon were all shown. Uh, having obviously seen the likes of Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Mega Man, and that, bef- and Ryu before. Um, looks pretty much like the other Marvel vs. Capcom games, you know, well, the last one, I should say, which is comforting because, you know, it, the early trailers did look a bit too realistic looking, and but they're definitely going for the uh, modern Marvel fan crowd, which is fair enough. I mean, that's where the money is. So, yeah, it should do well. I think in that regard, it's coming quite soon, which is nice. I'd like to see a bit more on the character roster because so far it's, yeah, it, yeah, I expect these people in the game sort of thing. Ultron being probably the only one that's slightly surprising, but then, as I said, with the movies and stuff, more likely than most. How does everyone else feel about it? We'll go in reverse order from last time. Ben? Uh, I like Marvel versus Capcom games, and, yeah, I'm tempted I'm very tempted. Hell, I want the collector's edition just because it has Infinity Stones. Does it? <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, it comes uh, with a replica glow in Infinity Stones. Oh, dear. In like a little <laughs> box. Well, you don't even get the glove. Oh. No, you don't get the glove. That would be the that. next one, wouldn't it? Yeah, the, the, the now it's like a week out. Oh, it's a super duper special edition. No, it'd be the, um, we've got Marvel versus what? This is four, isn't it? We've got this Sorry? one, and this is, we'll get this Marvel vs. Capcom this year, and then we'll get Ultimate version next year. Oh, yes. And then the Ultimate course. version will come with the gauntlet. Yes, they have gone away from uh, Street Fighter Fires. You can grind your way to getting new characters and yeah. thing, and uh, basically gone back to saying, now nah, you have to pay for them. That's it. And so, yeah, yeah, it will be a... Which, in fairness, considering how much you did have to grind for characters in Street yeah. Fighter Five, yeah. But, yeah, probably. I'm looking forward to it in a way. When was the release date? Do we know? September, September 19th. Oh, it's around the same time as Destiny. Yeah, but yeah, different audiences. It's fine. Which, uh... I don't think Marvel's Capcom is going to be selling quite the number. Oh no, but I meant for me. Oh, for you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It'd be done, but with Destiny the week before, so you know it's fine. Um, But yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it does. Looks like and the Alfonso looks amazing. (laughs) Alfonso. How are, you, how are you feeling about the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? It's Marvel vs. Capcom. I love all of them. I play all of them, so I'm looking forward to it. You already know my dilemma is a fighting game, so my girlfriend will want to play it all the time, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I won't be playing the other game until she gets tired of it. <laughs> yeah. So, But I will make sure that she buys it for me, even though my birthday is eight days before it. I I already told her you have to get this for me if I'm going to be keep playing this with you nonstop. So, and she agrees <laughs> to it. So, at least at least I get a birthday present. That reminds me of when Destiny came out. It was like two months before my birthday, and I said to my wife, "I said just get it as an early birthday present." And then I traded that early birthday present in a month later to get Alien Isolation. <laughs> 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 so I got some joy out. Of it. Yeah, main thing. Yeah, I, I I feel your pain on that one. Uh, Alpha, yeah. Aaron, what about you? To be honest, I haven't actually kept up to date with it. Um, actually, to be honest, I don't actually know anything of it. So, ah, they, just, 
Marvel <laughs> characters fight Capcom characters, and that's it. Really, that's there, there's usually a plot of some kind, but it's yeah. It's, it's the bond with um, what's it X Men and Wolverine and oh yeah, that's it. Those, but have going, Thor and all that kind of stuff as well. Thor, Thor is definitely in it. Um, X Men stuff not so known just because if it's focusing more than what the movie universe has, they'll probably ditch the uh-huh. X Men completely. Probably then, but. Oh, you never know. It's actually based more on the comics and the mm. universe. Well, uh, but yeah, being Disney, they will uh, they have their hand in it and say, well, these are the characters we want you to promote. And you know, so far, everyone who's been in it is a character in this roster so far is a character that owned exclusively by Disney and not you know, Sony or Fox or... Uh, well, I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye on it because... So, well, the last um, crossover Capcom game I played was SNK vs. Capcom 2, and I absolutely loved that game. Mm. And crossover games are quite fun, generally, when they're Capcom. Yeah, I, I love the way they do it. And amazingly, Capcom are really good at doing crossover games, unlike Street Fighter Five. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out on that completely. Hmm. Oh yeah, as, as Ben says, wait a year from then, and it'll be the same price of all the extra stuff. So, yeah, then we need to wait for a turbo edition after that. <laughs> that thing they said they're not doing anymore with Street Fighter Five, but clearly the sales have uh, hurt them enough that they're like, nah, we're, we're going to have to do that now. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, um, one other little news piece we'll do this week. Uh, there's been a swirling rumour, it's pretty much the same swirling rumour from just before last year's E3 about Bethesda's secret E3 games um, many games were sort of thrown around last year is it a new Elder Scrolls, is it a new Fallout Evil Within, Wolfenstein etc, the last two of those things are the games that were, you know, picked this time it seems um, they're rumoured to be uh, showing at Bethesda's show this year they've put a little E3 showcase poster that's got like all the characters in, in a place called Bethesda Land, but there's uh, areas of the park that are closed off, you know, and, uh, and going from it, there are notable missing things, you know, you see stuff for Prey, Fallout, Doom, and the like, and, but yeah, you don't see a couple of areas that don't give any real clue as to what they are. Um, Elder Scrolls, surely not yet, as they've pimping out online again soon, around that time in fact, with uh, the Morrowind thing and so Evil Within 2 has been often rumoured and Wolfenstein as well has been seen here and there as the new Colossus I believe is the name so they're likeliest it would be nice if it was an Elder Scrolls and maybe something, a revamped engine for that, it would be cool but so what do you guys think? Um, we'll go with Alfonso first on this one. Do you think it'll be those games, or is there anything else Bethesda could possibly show? I mean, I hope it's those games, because I, I, enjoy, I enjoy playing those games. Out of the, the games that you mentioned, personally, I want Fallout 5, because I, I play Fallout more than the others. But other than that, there's, there's nothing else I could think of that they could possibly surprise you know us with besides those main titles. Yeah, I mean, Arcane, you know, they've 
just done Dishonored, Prey's coming out next week. So that anything they're doing after that is clearly a while away. So I can't see any more Dishonored in that regard. So, yeah, I mean, Wolfenstein, personally, as I said, would be a, a very welcome thing, especially given the success they've had with the likes of Doom. It'd be the perfect time for a silly shooter to sort of ramp up. Um, ben, what about you? How do you? What do you? It's what would you like so I don't really care. I was going to say you probably don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And Aaron, what about you? I'm actually hoping for another Wolfenstein game. To be honest, it's been ages since we've had. Uh, what's it? Deep Blood was the last one, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, was it New Order? New Order and Old New Blood Order. was the uh, Old spin-off. Blood. That's yeah. it. And what they were doing there was like pretty unique. And it's been a good three years since it now, I think. Two years, maybe. Old Blood, I think, was 2015, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for a, for a full-blooded Wolfenstein game, it's, uh, it was 2014. Was it a kind of a tease yeah. during the Fallout review, reveal? Apparently so. And there's a thing somewhere someone found that has this name of the new Colossus. Yeah, uh, it it's been rumored for a good year that it'll be that. I think just as I said, just before E three last year, these two games were cited as being seen around, and they would be at E three, and of course they didn't show up. And, and, yeah, it's uh, best idea. I can take a nap while you talk about them. <laughs> well, we're almost finished talking. So you're fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another Elder Scrolls game because it's been a really long time since Skyrim now. I know they're working on the Yamamo still, but I think people are just like thinking, what are they going to come up next with the Elder Scrolls? See, I, I wanted to say that, but with the MMO getting a full expansion soon. Well, it's based on, not Oblivion, um, Morrowind. the one before Morrowind. that, Morrowind, yeah. So, I think they've put, well, I'm sure they've got a separate team for the MMO anyway. They have, well, yeah. yeah they have. So I think it will be a business decision rather than a, oh, we're too yeah. busy, yeah, to, to hold it back. But they could tease it, you know. They don't have to show anything. Yeah. Well, they're no, very they good to surprise it, release it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there won't be another Doom game. It's too early. Doom two, be Doom harder. Doom harder. Sequel Rage. <laughs> Brink. Rage. Rage. Brink. I actually quite like that. It's just that. Um, it could get a reboot in the way Prey did, so... Yeah. yeah. Now, Prey was an amazing game. It just... It just, it, it was the most underrated game amongst the community for some strange reason. I think because, uh, yeah, it just didn't quite do what some people wanted, I think. And now, of course, they've yeah. gone a completely different direction with the sequel. Because it's, it's like it, they've, a completely different game, isn't it? Well, yeah, because Arcane took over because the original version of it got binned so it's that's fair enough it's if it wasn't working it wasn't working yeah and you know from what i played the praise demo it's you know interesting because it's less like prey and more like a, a shock title which is especially quite well, like system shock yeah it's a, prey has a very system shock but slash bioshock vibe to it so i think it could be good in that regard if it if it maintains that for a whole game it's uh but um yeah, I mean, yeah, that's possible. Quake Champions, of course, will be there for PC, I'd imagine, but uh, could... Of course, again, ID Software. Actually, no, 
do they? Or is it under a different company? Which Champions. Which Champions is indeed partly by id and saber interactive as well yeah if i remember rightly what did they do they did <laughs> they, they don't have a great list of, of games i think they made like time shift and inversion which are like some of the most middling six out of ten games of, of the ps3 era in fact it would be quite nice to have a, a new quake single player game as well yeah i mean if you could do it for doom why not quake exactly go back to the roots of it, have that gothic horror sort of vibe, you know, it'd be pretty cool, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I think there's an outside chance that maybe they'll say, oh, here, we'll do a console version of Quake Champions eventually, but there's no date or something, but you know, dubious, considering it's very fast-paced and not really suited for controllers, I'd say. Yeah. SNA suddenly arrived at E3 going, good news, everybody! Quake has now suddenly arrived on console next week, and it works with keyboard and mouse. <laughs> you can see Bethesda doing something crazy like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could. And it's like, oh, it wouldn't be too We're... crazy. PS4 already supports keyboard and mouse, so oh, yes, yeah, it's supporting it and supporting it. Yeah, saying it's easily accessible to everyone and not making half your player base have a disadvantage because yeah. they don't have it. It's like, yeah, that's what you don't want. Hey, I have my keyboard and mouse because I've got to play Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh yeah, but it's like you typing. Don't... Yeah, and understandably for that, <laughs> if you're that dedicated, you're going to be into it. So, yeah, you don't want to be having that sort of imbalance. So, but you'd have to have some shit hot controls for the console, and it's never. Quite... edition comes with a keyboard and mouse. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good idea. A collector's edition of a free-to-play game, though. That's the problem. Well, you could get free-to-play... Con- yeah, some of the stuff in the free-to-play. Uh, coins or whatever. <laughs> oh, for one we didn't think of. We could see a Rogue Warrior. Um, <laughs> no, that game was terrible. That'd be horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, it was like... Uh, it's like a first-person shooter. Just it was a military gruff one, and it was like many of them around that time. It was awful. Let's put it that way. IGN famously gave it one at one point five out of ten. I think it's got Metacritic of about twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, Ouch. yeah. It's it was shit. <laughs> um, cool. Who? Um, to everyone, Alfonso. Did we ask you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. So everyone's been asked. Yes. Cool. Fantastic. Then I suppose we'll talk about what we've played this week. Um, Aaron, you've not been on in a long while, so you must have played some PlayStation games in that time. I have indeed. Well, there's just basically been two I've been playing quite a lot of. Uh, first one, I will say, is the one... Well, two of them I actually reviewed. Uh, Dungeon Quest Heroes 2. You mean Dragon Quest Heroes? Dragon Quest Heroes 2. I, I just said that on the last podcast as well. <laughs> but it's got Dragon... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'll let you say that word. <laughs> Dragon but Quest I, Heroes, yeah. Yeah, I'll just call it DQH2. There you go. <laughs> so, um, wow. All I can say... Um, it's, I was actually surprised, because when I played the first one, which was last year, it was... Yeah, that was two years ago. Uh, well, it came out two years ago in Japan, but it's only released in the rest last year. I have to know now. It's going to, make me, it's going to bug me. I'll try to get out of here. It's quite a surprise, but um, 
I was like thinking, oh, I, I like Dynasty Warriors, so I thought I'm just going to play that game. And, yeah, it played exactly like Dynasty Warriors, just with a completely reskin with Dragon Quest characters and monsters. And, it, yeah, it was pretty good. But there's a lot they could have improved. And then along comes the sequel, and it's like a completely different beast in every good way you could imagine. It's almost like an RPG in itself. Exactly. It, it plays like Dynasty Warriors, but at the same time, it's an action RPG because you don't have a central hub where you pick your quest and then go. Mm. You've got a central hub, and then you just kind of leave the town and do whatever you like. And if you just happen to complete a quest, well, you complete the quest, and you can just literally grind, if you like, or try and find... Um, like hidden chests and yeah it's a proper rpg in that way an adventure yeah. game because like say with yeah what they would normally add in um a warriors game would be like side missions that you go on a menu screen and select them and you do yeah. one, one sort of thing this as you said they the open world areas in between missions takes place of that and that's definitely what i find gives it more of an rpg feel yeah and it's I'm, I'm really glad they've actually done that because it's improved the game tenfold compared to the original. The original was just such a grind that I never actually completed it because most people saying you have to complete it. In, well, it would take about 50 hours because you would just do the same quest again and again and again and again just to level up your characters enough yeah, to continue. And in this one, it's just like you could continue all the way to the end. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. You continue all the way to the end, and I think the only time I grinded was because I needed to complete certain quests to unlock certain weapons so that they would be good enough for me to complete the mission. That mm. was about the only grind I had to do, and I only took about an hour. And that was it. Then I completed the game without any other issues, really. I mean, I've died a couple of times, but... Yeah, it's it's a pleasant. Yeah. You know, it, it challenges you just enough without really going over the top. It's just quite nice. Yeah, so I recommend that to everyone to play. That's it. As, as I said to you, I think in the week, it's like my son's five and he can do it fairly easy. So it's yeah, there's your level if you if you want yeah, it exactly. <laughs> but but it, it's perfect for not just kids. Grown-ups mm. absolutely love it as well because there's a lot of jokes in there for grown-ups. Oh, yeah. It's very much that Dragon Quest humour yeah. as well. Dragon Quest Builders did that very well too, I found it. So. I've still got to play that. I've, I bought it last year and I still haven't played it. So <laughs> I, I played like the first world and then like never got back to it sort of thing. But it's, like, it was fun and I had fun with it. But it's just like, yeah, it being doing reviews all the time, you don't tend to stick to a game very often exactly. it's like um, so unless it's like you know oh this is my favorite game for in ages you, you don't, don't tend to go too far with the most of them yeah yeah and then the other last game i've been playing is Valhalla hills woo yeah woo <laughs> um now i'm sure if you did read my review everyone's probably like thinking like what and also what set this to <laughs> well, it was a blue bike game, 
and that came in out in 1995 or 1996 or something and it was one of my favorite strategy games ever at the time it still probably is now the guys behind that made Valhalla Hills and you think they'd kind of improve on it Mm. (laughs) no um basically they've thought okay we're going to put it into 3d so that's all good then they decide to go okay we're going to have like one giant island and you need to take your vikings all the way to the top of the hill to different portals and then eventually to Valhalla. so that's all fine but all the buildings are basically exactly the same as what you had in settlers 2 so yeah that was nice and familiar the issue was you had the pathfinding in the game. So if you set up uh, no roads in the first place, sometimes if Vikings will find a building, it'll build it. That's fine. But often, if you don't have any tools to build a building, or um, they suddenly got attacked, your Vikings would just suddenly wander off in the middle of nowhere on the opposite side of the island, and they go, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, dead. It's like, why don't you just come back to the town in the first place and eat something? And unless you build a road all the way to them and then set a building for them to start building, they will never find a path back home. It's the stupidest thing ever, and they just wander off even if they're in your own town. And, oh, it's just so badly done. And um, one of the major thing is because they didn't have separate islands you can't make boats and occasionally you have like a really small island which you can't get to but you can build on but you can't build on it because there's no boats for you to get to the other side and they've just left out so many simple things like even having a campaign instead it's just a single player game where you just play a map or a computer on new map it's just skirmish that's it yeah it's just no fun and yeah so i'm just playing it now just to try and get the platinum <laughs> that's about it yeah as you said that you get games like that where you're like, uh, it's enough it's tolerable enough that I, i'll do that you know yeah and easy enough in, in yeah. some cases but it, it's enjoyable but there's lots to improve lots lots yeah, it, it's a shame when you get a developer that you know has a a history in a certain genre, and you think, well, they could do quite well with that. It's like I think um, the former Criterion guys who um, it's three field to make the the people they went on to make Dangerous Golf and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, and of course, uh, they know their chops about making smashy bashy stuff. And it's like, but it still failed fundamentally at you know, doing other things. It's uh Oh, you reviewed that, didn't you? I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, and hearing this week that they, you know, their next game, Danger Zone, which is basically Burnout's crash mode in a small bite-sized form, could be their last game if it doesn't do well enough. Is is oh, sad. Gosh. They're here, yeah. It's because there are only like a few of them, and they are just pooling their own resources into it, and they don't. Yeah. You know, they're self-publishing. And it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a big gamble, but it's. Like, Sometimes you may have the people who made the good bit of a game, but it's the solid stuff around it that you need people for too, I think. And if you're missing those people, that can, you know, all the cool. fun in the world is going to get ruined by that. 
Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't done a Kickstarter about it. Otherwise, I would have pitched in. Yeah, I think the best thing to do is, is buy their stuff. I think next month for Danger Zone, which, you know, personally, I, I feel the same on that. I think Italian guys, and even with Dangerous Golf, they had potential there. It's just it was it felt like it was a, a tech demo stepping stone for doing a new burnout of their own, you know, yeah. without the name. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it'd be nice if more companies sort of got that when they uh, break away you know, from bigger companies. There is stuff that they need to cover for that they didn't know how to do themselves. But alas. Um, yeah, anything else you play? I know you've been not been playing on PlayStation, but it's obviously yeah, a console exclusive in itself. Um, Near Automata, you, you have been loving uh, I've been more than loving it. It's now in my top five favorite games full time. Wow, that's uh, yeah, um, yeah. I've been considering I've been playing games since like 1984. It's it's really kind of struck me that much. Um, it's just the way the story is told. Also, the combat is nice and fluid. There's just so much to the game, and it's just so well thought out that I just really can't fault it. Um, but yeah, just basically seeing your character literally change from thinking only one way of needing to get the mission done, and then just the interactions with the other robots and androids just completely just changes everything, and you think like, well, is this a Turing test or something? It's just got that vibe about it, and it's just, yeah. Yeah, changes things up, and yeah, it's from what I've heard, you know, very much a a game to keep under wraps and say, hey, you should just play it and find out. Yes, thing is, which is why I'm not going to say any more. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely, because as I said, I've that's still on my uh, to do list, if you will. It's uh, it's it it should be at the top of your to do list. (laughs) (laughs) So I've still got Dishonored too. I wanted to finish Dishonored too before Prey came out because uh, I'll probably end up reviewing Prey. It's like being from the same studio. It's like it would be nice to sort of get more bearing on that. But yeah, it's, it's just fallen by the wayside. Persona Five happened. Let's put it that way. And, oh, that's not uh, 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 oh, yes, and yeah. So yeah, I would say for you that should be high up on your list. It's uh, yeah. a cultural exchange, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, I, I suppose that covers you, really, doesn't it, on that one? Yep. Um. Ben, you usually have a huge lengthy list of different varying games. Um, what, what have you got this week? I think Ben's got away because he knows that uh, he doesn't really have anything. Pharmacy 14. There you go. <laughs> I, I wanted some suspense and that I didn't press the unmute button. But okay. it was suspense! It was suspense. You were, you were trying to kill us with suspense there. <laughs> And the man, 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 this weekend as well. And what, sorry? Man, 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 this weekend. Oh, one of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sure <laughs> does have baskets. It has spherical objects, spherical objects in it somewhere. <laughs> that you must dunk with. Oh, now you're giving too much away. Well, no, I could be talking about biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a tea simulator now. A picnic simulator, <laughs> baskets and dunking, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's sure. Sure, is a thing. It, that you it, can't it will exist about. soon. 
it sure, it sure is a thing that will exist soon that yeah. you can't talk about yeah. much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Fantasy Fourteen. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, extensive as ever. I know um, it's, I thought, it's so long. I know. I, I was surprised. I was. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alfonso? What have you been playing? Um, Shift, which I did not enjoy. That game was way too damn long with all the endings, and then. Once you beat it, you have to play it all over. It's like the story just dragged on. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think I touched on this last week. It is very, eh. It, it's better than most FMV stuff, but in terms of you know production values, but it's still, you know, Hollyoaks after dark. As I said last week, it's very. Well, yeah, can we admit that Night Trap is is going to be a me? Yeah. Now. Sorry, just to deviate from you slightly, Alfonso, but obviously in my late shift review, I talked about Night Trap because you know, it's a, to- a touchstone in that genre and yeah. uh, mentioned it. And of course, Ben mentioned it on the podcast last week. And lo and behold, <laughs> Tuesday comes along, Tuesday evening, and Night Trap 25th anniversary edition has gone. <laughs> it was 20th, isn't it? Or 25th? I can't remember. 20th anniversary yeah. Yeah, edition of it is coming out. Mad. It's like on PlayStation. It's, it's like, like you guys wanted it. It's, it's like, like we, we willed it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fully expect that we'll talk about Sewer Shark this week and get that done. <laughs> well, no, we've got to wait until it comes out and then we'll start talking. Otherwise, we'll push our luck. Yeah, yeah, we we can't. We'll reference we'll it in... You'll re- one of us will reference it in the review and then the other person will reference it in the podcast. That's it. But, and then um, it'll exist. That's it. So whoever does the review of Night Trap has to reference Sewer Shark, and which won't be hard, you know, same yeah. team. But, uh, cool. Um, sorry, Alfonso. Sorry, Alfonso. It's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, um, I did not enjoy it. it. Like I said, if I had to choose between playing it all over and playing the bunker, even though the bunker is shorter, I would choose the bunker over Shift. That was just dreadful playing. Um, also play Full Throttle Remaster. This is the first time playing it, but it you know it reminds me of Day of the Tentacle, so I it was an enjoyable game to play. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was like it was part of that one, two, three. Of yeah, yeah, games. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely very similar in a lot of ways. Though I think, like I said it in my review of it, it, it very much does go towards what we now consider an adventure game. It's uh, compared to something like Day of the Tentacle. It's much shorter, more streamlined, and yeah, not by today's standards, but it's a uh, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. I still think it's quite funny for what it was, and yeah, when, I, when you think of the story of it, it's ridiculous, and, and that's perfect for that sort of studio at the time. So yeah, it's cool. Um, what else have you been playing? Was that it? Or? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Nothing. That's else. it. That's it. Oh, well, here comes me with my list the size of Texas and <laughs> as ever. Um, I've really definitely got back into multiplayer games recently, but two in particular. Um, Titanfall 2, I go on about every damn week, but I've really, really started playing a lot of Titanfall 2. And I, got, I mean, what the game considers a prestige level is what I've achieved now uh, on the game, which is I've not done any, that kind of game for many, many, many years. So that, that to me is a good indicator of how much I like that. Um, but also Rocket League, I've inexplicably got back into. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so, so good. And 
I've seen a lot of talk about wanting a sequel for it, and I just think, why would you mess with that formula? It's just a really, really good formula. Like, yeah, you can make it look a bit better, but that's well, it. You know, it, it, it would seem like a bit of a fruitless endeavor. Well, like considering the, how you got League of Legends and Dota 2 and a few other ones going for how many years now? Yeah. You well, you consider on PC how many games that are popular aren't exactly high-spec games. It's like, you know, for all the, the whole Master Race thing about PC... The most the games that everyone plays tend to be, you know, simple or uh, a bit iffy looking. You know, it's nothing spectacular. It's, it's usually... because there's it, it, uh, yeah, that's the bigger, specially looking, fancy, super special ones get the most attention. But it's only because more people can afford to play the the, the lesser looking. Yeah, yeah. The, the average Joe's. Oh yeah, that's it, and I think that. Games like that, there's an immediacy to certain games that speaks to people. I think that's uh, Rocket League is definitely one of those. It's you know, a very simple premise, and you know, it's football with cars, and now also hockey and basketball with cars. But how can you go wrong? How can you? I mean, that's it. It's just so well done, and it's got that multiplayer model of yeah, there's stuff you can buy that helps us out, but. You know, we got there's a lot of goodwill stuff there to begin with, and same with Titanfall too. It's uh, there's there's a lot of free stuff for you here. Have that. Tell your friends about this game. That's really good, and it works. It clearly works for games when they do it. I mean, for all the doom and gloom about Titanfall, it's still doing well enough that I've not had a problem connecting for matches. You know, despite the doom and gloom. That, that's fine. It's wonderful. Glad to hear that in that sense. Um, so, yeah, those, those two have been wonderful. Uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris, I didn't get to mention last week, I think, but uh, it was an embargo. But bloody hell, Poyo Poyo Tetris is really good puzzling. Uh, I'm sceptical about the two mixing. Poyo Poyo, if you don't know, is Mean Bean Machine. So, you know, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. That's probably the, the reference point for most people when it comes to that game. I hate that game so much. Oh, I'll tell you what, and that bastardry shows up constantly in the single-player stuff. I it's hate like, that cheating. Yeah, it's like, because obviously you know, the, the premise of that one is that you fight off against AI or, or other players, and now that's brought into the whole idea of this game. So you do that with Tetris and with Poyo Poyo, and a mix of both and different modes and like that and yeah it works really well for the most part um single player stuff is a bit up and down in that very poyo poyo sense of oh this is fine i could do this bit i could do this bit shit fuck where the hell did this difficult curve come from and you'd end up spending 90 minutes doing something that's supposed to take you free uh, before you go to the next level and find out that you're done in about 20 seconds because you, it was easy all of a sudden it's it goes up and down like that all the time, but in multiplayer, in multiplayer, it is really, really good fun. I can't I, even find it on the store. Is it out yet? Yeah, I think it's only a physical release. Well, if I remember, right? if, well because all I found was Tetris in 2014, and then I remembered how I was tempted to buy it, and then I found out it had DLC. I realised I'm not buying yes. a Tetris game that has DLC. <laughs> Why do you have DLC in a Tetris game? I'm looking at it now. It's like Tetris, £7.99, but you can also buy the Challenge Pack for £5.79. Oh, the Tetris. Or oh, is that the Ubisoft Tetris? 
Oh, yeah, dude, that, yeah. that, that was yeah. awful. Haunted yes, so DLC, that... landslide DLC, time's up DLC. I think, it's yeah. Time's up for Ubisoft. Oh, no, the challenge pack <laughs> comes with all the DLC. Okay, but still, DLC for Tetris. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't disagree I, there. I, I, I can't wait till they sell Tetris and microtransactions and you can buy blocks. Think of Ubisoft ideas. Yeah, you can have a rectangle box for 29p. Or you can buy the square pack for £1.50 and get an extra square. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think it's like 10, tw- no, sorry, 50. Yeah, £23-ish, I think, goes up, goes for online, so uh, on Amazon and stuff. So, yeah, it's, I'd say it's just about worth it for what you get out of it. If you like that thing, I think the online's a bit rubbish, to be honest. I think from the sound of it, it's not got enough people on ps4 for it to matter at this point because obviously it's also out on the nintendo switch which i think is the perfect platform for it but the nintendo switch version is twice the price <laughs> so it's uh you, you, you can't win with that one but yeah fantastic little puzzler in that regard best both series have been for a while the person i find um what for then uh, i paid a fair bit of rock band four because um I got the export pack for Rock Band 3, so that was another 80-odd songs for free. They may have taken their time with some of this stuff, but I'm glad that they did it, because you know, it does save you having to rebuy all that stuff later at some point. So it was nice to sort of go back and play a few of those. Uh, I played the latest episode of The Walking Dead, which I think you did as well, didn't you, Alfonso? Alfonso? Oh, Last yeah. I totally forgot about that. I did. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> in a way, I'm not surprised, but in another I am. That sort of thing that comes up when they come up. It's like I'll do them. I've done it. That's it. That that's my afternoon done, and I'll wait for the next month. I suppose. Is oh. it weird that I can't wait to play Tales from Borderlands, but I refuse to have the trophies on my account, so I'm going to download it and play it on a different account. <laughs> you refuse to have the trophies on your account. I don't like Telltale trophies because you get a platinum just from playing it. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. But yeah, it's um. Yeah, I tell you, what were we talking about? Christ, you're throwing me off there, Ben. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a decent penultimate episode. It does a lot of the things that Walking Dead should do. Problem is, it does a lot of the things Walking Dead should do. And at this point, everyone knows that. And it's a bit, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's, I'm still quite happy to see what's going to happen in the finale. The Clementine stuff continues to be really strong. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. How do you feel about it, by the way, Alfonso? I hope she doesn't die. They they can't kill her off, right? They they just can't. I I hope she. I don't know the way it looks. I feel that it might be her and Javier. Not Javier. Who? What's the um the boy's name? Yeah, Javi. Oh, Javier, the young boy. I, oh, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gabe. Boy. I feel it might be them two that survive. I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. It kind of leads like that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Gabe. That. I feel like Gabe needs a win. I feel like something's gonna happen to um. Oh, I, I don't. I'm not remembering the brother's name. I'm blanking on the brother's name. David. His father. Yeah, David. I feel something's gonna happen to David, and I feel something's gonna happen to Javier. And with him losing them and his sister, I feel like he needs a win. And like I said, I love Clementine, so I feel like they're gonna survive in the last episode. But that's just you know that's my opinion on that. Yeah. So do you think that you're not being able to play as Clementine anymore because they're going to kill her off? 
No, you still get to play it briefly for small sections, but what's happened is that the story has moved on a few years since you last met her. Okay. So they play off the idea that you don't really know her anymore. And it's like, so it's like, oh, here's Clem, that girl that we've you know, gone through two games with. And it's like, yeah, but all this shit's happened in between that you don't know about. And they fill you in with a few blanks. That's her section. Generally, you play flashbacks of what her yeah. situation has been like. It's it's a nice way of doing it whilst introducing a new character. And Abby, Abby is a really good lead character. I, I kind of hope if they do go forward with it, he is still involved because, yeah, he, he's a cool lead. I like him. And he's definitely one of the more likable in a series where it's full of bastards. You know, it's it's nice to have someone who's got that much of a likability to them. Oh, cool. I might have to check it out. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, it's one episode from the end now, so it won't be uh, too long, I'd imagine. Well, I say that. They, they've had a strange release schedule, but there's two episodes at once, and two months wait, and one then one after a month after that. So we shall see. We shall see how it goes. Oh, I they said that they were supposed to release also 5 at the end of May, so I'm not too sure about that. I would That's imagine so, given how they're... Speculating. Yeah. yeah. The only time they've had a bigger gap is because they released two episodes at once, and then that was it. But really, I would have just said to her, why don't you just put the next one out a month later? Because people will start thinking, Christ, when's the next one coming? Um, other than that, I, I won't talk too much about that. I played Uncharted 2, again, on the HD collection, and, God, it's so much better than the first game. So much, so much better. <laughs> unreal how much better it is as well. And it's yeah, some great stuff in there. Um, what else do we have? Um I'll, I'll skim these Dragon Quest Heroes 2 which we talked about and uh, yeah I can't talk about the rest because uh, embargo is embargo is to drink it in the cargoes right that's all that bit done now we go on to our regular feature which is the score predictions da 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 now last week myself Ben Alfonso and Gary all predicted our scores for Dragon Quest Heroes 2, which, as you had mentioned in the show, is a pretty good game. Um, the final score, agonizingly, personally speaking, was 80. Um, now, we'll go in reverse order. Ben, I say predicted, he, he was given 74. Gary, 75. Uh, then it's... Between me and Alfonso, Alfonso went 83, I went 81. So, of course, I have won this one. So, that means uh, currently the score stand at Ben, one point, Gary, two points, Alfonso, two points, Neil, three and a half, Mike, two and a half. Oh, sorry, I've not moved Mike. Mike's behind me now, yes, so I am leading the way. That's fantastic. Um, so, a game this week, and Aaron will be joining in on this one, Dreamfall Chapters, which is a PC game that... He, is being released on PS4 next week. Uh, it's an adventure game in both a very modern and old sense, I would say. Um, it's an interesting one. Uh, I think it's how it's... The way I would say to think about this is think of how a console audience will react to a game like this rather than how it should be perceived, how you would believe it to be perceived yourself. So with that in mind, I would say I'm going to go 71. Ben. <laughs> You're going to have 90-something, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> 97. 
Well, um, just going by the uh, Metacritic for the PC version, it, they really must have done something <laughs> amazing to uh, to make that happen. That's, uh, I had the Zelda thing. <laughs> I had the Zelda thing. Oh, my word. Um, Alfonso. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go with 73. 73? Cool. And Aaron, what about you? Where do you think Greenfall chapters will stand on console? Well, uh, this is actually kind of a tough one because I've I like completed it last year, but I'm going to say probably an 82. 82? Hmm. I, I don't think it appeals to console games as much as PC gamers. Personally. No, no, I think it is definitely very much a PC game in, in the way it's set up. It, it'll probably get like a 79, I bet. In fact, yeah, I'm going to change it to 79. 79, okay, 79. 79. So just to recap on that, uh, myself, 71, Alfonso, 73, Aaron, 79, and Ben, 97. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's on something. <laughs> Uh, he, he gets his randomly generated. It's not really been his friend about one week. One week, I think it was the week ukulele came out, was the week you got the right one. Yeah. You? Yes, it's... Uh, and I put 50 to 100 on the random generator as well this time. <laughs> Still gave you a 90-something. Yeah. <laughs> starting to seem not so random. <laughs> oh, boy. Damnyourandom.org. Uh, we will find out next week if Ben's audacious bid is enough <laughs> to see him score a point. Uh, right, that wraps all that up. So we're going to go to a you know, shout-out slash contact stuff. Um, Aaron, as you haven't been here for a while, you, you can start on that one. Any shout-out slash contact stuff you would like to put out there? Well... I don't have any shout-outs because this is kind of like a last-second joining thing. But uh, I will say that if you need to contact me, you can catch me at erin.farshi uh, at psu.com. And, uh, yeah, it's just been the privilege of coming back on here and everything. So thank you for the fight again. Splendid, splendid. Not a problem. Cool. And, Ben, you usually have a lot to say on this bit. Yeah, so. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so and this, that's not sarcasm this time. No. I want to take a shout out to uh, Fattus and Shinter at Maelstrom Radio. You can check them out on a Monday night on Twitch. A shout out to Klaus Luna Sayer on uh, Phoenix Down Radio. You can check that out. Our recent uh, episode went live Saturday. Uh, you can check them out twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. You can also check out Moogle Go Round Radio, which is twitch.tv slash Moogle Go Round Radio, which is the Final Fantasy XIV British podcast with me and Paul. Uh, you can also... I'd just shout out to everyone who's listening as well. Thank you. Also, yeah. quick update. I'm guessing that I'll be doing the competition next week because we are currently at 29,000. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 29,665 uh, hits. Uh, so we've got a couple of hours left. So if we reach the 30,000... Well, I'll put the wrestling one out. That should do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> the wrestling one seems to, like, yeah. But, yeah, if we can reach 300 hits, the competition will be next week. Ooh, so, yeah. That's so, we're 100 to. an hour, pretty much. 
so you know get it out there yeah. like subscribe etc share all those things that yeah. you do with anything video game it, related actually I'll be good I'll give it till 1am give it to 1am we'll see how that's uh, midnight GMT yeah there you go so, How about no? Give it till the end of the month for US hours. There you go. And then that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> then it's official. <laughs> cool. Anyway, excellent. Um, Alfonso, what about you? Shout out to you, Ben. To you, Neil. To you, Aaron. It was nice recording with you for the first time. Um, shout out to all the listeners who listen and review, um, read all the reviews on the website. And just advise everyone to watch Guardian of the Galaxy this Friday. That's it. There you go. And we were not paid for that promotion, by the way. So <laughs> that's just <laughs> that was just Alfonso saying he's quite excited for it. Maybe you should be excited for it too. That's good positive vibes. On that's fine. Um, and for me, uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Nesco N E double Z K O, all lowercase. Um, I said thank you to everyone for listening, especially the numbers this month, which have been ridiculous. Um, Podbean, as ever, is a very unreliable way of finding out how how well we're doing because the, the numbers there have been lower, and yet yeah. we've been getting higher overall. So, yeah, it's so weird. Podbean is probably not liking either the wrestling talk, the Nintendo talk, or the political talk occasionally. I don't know which. Hey, why don't you comment and tell us? Tell us, tell us what, what we did wrong. Like. Yeah. But that, of course, that would mean you'd have to be listening in the first place. So there yeah, you go. We all know that the only people listening are bots. Well, then they're, they're the most loyal bots. bots. <laughs> An ever increasing number of bots. <laughs> Skynet is real. <laughs> we're, we're, big AI, real. <laughs> we're big in the AI crowds. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, so. Thank you, everyone, for doing that. And it, it's nice to see the wrestling stuff quite well received as well, to be honest. And like I said, but do do look out for that. Um, we'll probably make that more of an official separate thing sooner yeah. rather than later because, you know, it, it's probably starting to encroach a bit into Unchained time. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. So we'll get to that. And uh, that'd be wonderful. I won this week, so I get to close the show. Isn't that wonderful? That um, is amazing. That is wonderful and amazing. Um, and I'll end the recording I- now. <laughs> I was going to say Ben having control of the recording means that that's not necessarily true. <laughs> um, I will say for my final piece today: if you haven't bought it already, buy Titanfall Two. It's like the best shooter out there right now. Okay, there you if go. If you're not going to play it, buy it anyway, like I did. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Especially UK folks, it's about seventeen quid this week. So. Good bargain of smut. Go bye. Go bye. Um, that's it, though, for this week. I've been your host, Neil Bolt. Thank you to Ben Shillabo Hall. Thank you to Aaron Varshney. And thank you to Alfonso Boxhill. We will see you next week for episode 166, which isn't quite the number of the beast, but hey, it's as close as we're ever going to get, I'd imagine. Um, see you then. Skip. We'll do a DC Universe. We'll just full on reboot to 666. That's yeah. A- it's a strange one. We could try it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll wait till we get desperate. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, praise that lava scorpion. Praise that lava scorpion. <laughs>